Hello, and welcome to the When Courage Calls podcast. I am your host, Shannon Miller. This is season one, episode two, Courage as a Calling. Now, in the last episode, episode one, Courage as a Concept, which if you haven't heard, I encourage you to just go back, take a moment, listen to it. It'll make this one make a lot more sense. I talked a lot about how courage and strength are very, very similar, but also very different. We see those two words almost interchangeable and how they are so similar and have this correlating theme to them. But there's also a spiritual significance to courage. And that courage is something that is not tangible and not measurable, whereas strength is. Strength is something that we seek for endurance, while courage is something that we seek out of faith in pursuit of our calling. So those two are very different in that sense. I explained strength and used an analogy as if we are kind of working out and exercising these muscles, so to speak, when we're going through difficult valleys and spiritual seasons where we are in suffering and pain and loss and grief and hardships, that when we face our challenges and trials, we are exercising muscles to get us through those times, to get us through those valleys and onto the other side, because we really have no choice. We have to be strong. We have to use what we have and really make our life work and do things to help us. And by doing so, we are using those muscles and strengthening them. But that strength is only as good as we've conditioned ourselves to be. And we've only conditioned ourselves to be as strong as our circumstances have kind of forced us or pushed us to be. So with that being said, courage is what we seek, cling to, reach for when our strength fails us, when our strength falls short, when we come to the next valley or the next set of hardships and difficult seasons that seem to be a little bit more challenging than the previous ones. And we feel like we're not quite there. Our endurance, our capacity, our strength isn't quite there because we haven't encountered something that bold and that much of a barrier in our lives. That courage is that foundation of faith intertwined with strength, but still something bolder, something stronger, something that we know will last and something that will not fail us. So the two general themes that I had talked about was, first of all, that call to action, right? Stepping outside of your comfort zone, the ability to do something that frightens one. And the second one was strength in the face of pain or grief. I also talked about a brotherly unison between the two that we see in scripture. However, I did not specifically quote the verses. I just kind of said the references and had moved on. So I'd like to go back and really talk about those. The first one was Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous for the Lord is with you wherever you go. Psalm 31.24, so be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 16.13, watch, stand fast in the face, sorry, stand fast in the faith, not the face, be brave, be strong. So those are a few verses. There's also several more, but we see strength and courage next to each other. They are brotherly words, so to speak, but really reaching down and digging into that root of, okay, we know that courage is more. 
courage is our success when strength isn't quite strong enough. There are so many things that we are called to do as believers, but when it comes to that call to action, there are a few things that oftentimes we don't give as much recognition to, we don't think about, or we don't value or pursue as much as we do the action things, such as moving and doing and being. So some of these uh, ideas or some of these concepts are calling upon and waiting for God. It is being still, trusting, standing boldly, clinging to hope, waiting, watching, seeking, finding, discovering. Because when we do those things, God will reveal himself. And oftentimes, God calls us to a place of waiting. He calls us to a moment of being still. And sometimes we think there's like a kink in the phone line, right? We think, okay, God, I've made myself available. I have prayed that you would use me, Lord. I'm surrendered. I'm ready. I'm willing. So why aren't you moving in my life? Why can't I see your hand at work? And sometimes we are called to have courage because God wants us to be in those moments or even in those seasons. Sometimes they last but a brief moment and other times they seem to last longer than we ever anticipated that they would. But that by being still and calling upon God and simply waiting and being in his presence and being in that place of safety and that sacred hiding place where it is just you and God, he desires us to be there. And sometimes he will call us there. All the while we think that God's not wanting to use us. God's not wanting to move in our lives and we can become discouraged and we begin to question what God is even doing and his purpose when really he is saying, no, I want you to wait. I want you to be still. I want you to hold still in this season, however the wind is blowing and have courage waiting on me, knowing how great of a God I am knowing the things I can do while I might wait to do them. We have courage as that inner fire in us to just simply hold on no matter the situations, no matter the circumstances, no matter the seasons, the weather around us that is constantly changing and that is making life frequently change, that is making the inconsistencies and unpredictabilities. It is making things a challenge to say the least, but yet we're called to remain in that place and we're called to trust God and we're just called to be steadfast and that that's not something that we often make sure that we do, but it is so, so very important. It's also critical that we are good stewards and well stewards of our life. What does that really mean? What does that look like? that we are acting in courage when we need to act, but that we are standing in courage when we need to simply stand. That when God says stay, we stay. When God says go, we go. And really waiting and being patient and being in the presence of God and being still and being quiet long enough to hear what those commands are. That we live a life, <clears throat> excuse me, that is reflective of our values that we live closely to Christ, that we live boldly, that we don't compromise God for anything, and that how courageous we are within our pursuit of God's will. There's a book by an author, Gordon T. Smith. It's called Courage and Calling. It's a fantastic book. 
And he talks about there's the three expressions of vocation. And while I'm talking about calling and not necessarily a vocation, they can be intertwined. The first one is the general call. This is the invitation to follow Jesus and to be Christian. This being the general call is vitally important because that's really what sets us up and gives us salvation and gets us on the right track towards hearing God's voice and being in relationship with him. The second one is the specific call. This is a vocation that is unique to a person, that individual's mission in the world. That is what believers seek. The mo- we seek that place and we seek that calling and that's whatever it looks like, wherever it is that we are fulfilling that specific place that we were meant to go and we were meant to do that calling of discipleship. Number three is the immediate responsibilities, the tasks or duties that God calls us to today. So that is taking day by day, that is taking our life moment by moment and saying, okay, what are the immediate responsibilities that God wants me to do? What is he calling me towards? Those are the three expressions of vocations. And, you know, really after number one, getting our salvation and receiving Christ and having the Holy Spirit in our life and in our heart, numbers two and three need to have equal attention because it is just as important that we honor God and we follow God in the little things and the small steps today as it is in the big vocation of our overall life or career. Courage is the quality of a confident character not to be easily afraid or intimidated, but without being incautious, inconsiderate, or foolish, right? Courage is what gives us more than strength, but it is also important that we are discerning and that we are wise and that we go forward humbly and that we display courage in a manner which Jesus calls us to and that God would be proud of and that we allow our life to be a testimony to courage as our calling and that we're able to step out and we're able to do or pursue whatever it is we're being called towards, whatever direction, whatever thing, that we don't look at something and say, it's too much for me. I can't do this, right? And listen again to those lies that I was talking about earlier of the enemy or that it's not for me or that I'm not capable, but that we know that when God calls us to be courageous and when God says, be of courage, that we can, we have that ability and that we are able to face whatever it is and know that we can overcome it and know that we can do it and we don't have to rely on our strength that got us through the previous season or worry about, oh, this looks familiar, that's okay, versus this doesn't look familiar. God constantly pulls us into places that don't look familiar because he wants us to be in those places and be in those seasons of this is new. And when something's new, we have a brand new opportunity to trust God. How easy would it be to trust God if we were faced with the same exact seasons and the same exact places time and time again because we would know that, oh yeah, we get through this. God gets us through. God helps us. God heals us. And it all looks the same. But when things stop looking the same, that is when we are blessed with new opportunities to say God is good. 
to have the courage to praise God before the breakthrough. And that is such an important thing as believers, that we praise God, that we lift up our hands, that we just give him the glory and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing me through this season while we are in the thick of it, because we know God is faithful. We know that he will never leave us. He will never abandon us. He will never bring us to a place where we're not capable of getting through or where we can't have the courage that we need. It is always readily available. And as a result, we are able to praise in every season and we are able to lift up our hands and surrender when we seem to have absolutely nothing. And I will say that the number one way to confuse the enemy is to praise, 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 praise your way through life, praise your way when things get bad, raise your hallelujah when the enemy seems to be throwing hailstorms and throwing curveballs and throwing comments of fire into the wake of your atmosphere and throwing off your life and stealing things and taking away your loved ones and addictions and deaths and all the things, pains and resentments and bitterness and hard-heartedness and lies and all the things that the devil and the enemy uses to separate us and to spear wedges in between God and us and our perception of life and why is God allowing this? Why is God doing this? Take that notion away. Take that idea away. Remove it right now because God does not do things to us. Our circumstances are not God punishing us. The enemy having a foothold in our lives or attacking us constantly, being under spiritual warfare, that is the result of living in a sin-infested world, in a world that belongs to the enemy, the kingdom of darkness. This world is run by the enemy. And we are constantly in the wake of the enemy's effects and the enemy's desire to crush us and to break us down. That is what the enemy does. He pines and strives every single day to make your life as miserable as possible in hopes that you might turn to God and point a finger. But when we remain faithful and when we say, Lord, you are in charge, I trust you, I love you, God, that is what confuses the enemy when things get bad, when things get hard, and we still know that God is great and God is good and God deserves the praises. He is worthy. That's how to confuse the enemy. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope maybe that courage makes a little bit more sense to you now and that you can really seek that spiritual courage and that further step when strength just doesn't seem to be cutting it for you. And we will catch you guys next time on the next episode. All right. Thanks. Bye.